This is like a quarter hour podcast. It's 12.26 p.m. Arabian Standard Time. This is Omar WJ speaking. Um, let me play what I have recorded. Just a moment. NFL players have got to get their shots. Willie, and this is just the next step in what has been a long process by the league and by the NFL Players Association, which represents all players in the league, to persuade players to get the vaccination. It's not mandated for the NFL, but they've been creating incentives to get players to choose to do it. And yesterday's news, the strongest disincentive yet to remain unvaccinated because the forfeits will flow from an outbreak among unvaccinated players or staff that cause games to be canceled. That's when the forfeit happens. If there's an outbreak among vaccinated players or staff, no forfeit. So another way to try to... Okay, it's pretty bad that they got to do that. Just in time for China to report its first human death from the rare monkey bee virus. The 53-year-old man was a veterinarian. He was dissecting two dead monkeys and got sick. It's rare for humans to contract the monkey bee virus, a form of herpes that causes brain swelling in humans. Since most people aren't at risk of coming in contact with monkey fluids, it's pretty rare in humans. However, while the monkey bee virus is deadly, it's not as bad as the monkey C virus, which causes radical behavioral changes. After all, monkey C, monkey do. More bad news for Hong Kong's Apple Daily, which is surprising since the Hong Kong government already drove the company out of business. How much worse could it get? Well, Hong Kong National Security Police arrested three more top staff of the paper, including the former editor-in-chief. It's not entirely clear what they're being charged with, but... I think it is pretty clear Hong Kong authorities don't need much of a reason to arrest anyone these days. Speaking of the continued communist takeover of Hong Kong, staff at Hong Kong's public radio broadcaster are no longer allowed to call Taiwan a country or refer to its leader as a president. So Taiwan's democratically elected president, Tsai Ing-wen, must be called the most senior leader of Taiwan, while Xi Jinping, who was elected by nobody, must be called president. So that was uh, uh, China Uncensored, and uh, RTHK is the name of that radio station. I was living in Shenzhen when, on the hour with the news, they would announce that this is the last news broadcast that would be uncensored by the communists. Born in the U.S., were conceived with some help in a lab through in vitro fertilization. More than 8 million in vitro humans are now walking among us on the planet. A full third of U.S. adults either have used a through in vitro fertilization. More than 8 million in vitro when our tools evolve. And our tools are evolving faster than ever right now. According to the CDC, in 2017, about 2% of all babies born in the U.S. were conceived with some help in a lab through in vitro fertilization. More than 8 million in vitro humans are now walking among us on the planet. A full third of U.S. adults either have used a fertility treatment or know someone who has in the past. We've already made sperm in a lab. And what we're doing with DNA and cloning and whatnot is insane. 
And this is the part that really gets me ready. It is estimated that more than one million fertilized human embryos are now currently sitting on ice in labs just waiting to be born. It could be implanted in a woman today and born in a few months. There are already cases where embryos were frozen and then born more than 25 years later. It could also be implanted in a woman in a thousand years. Although by then, they're probably just going to be raised fully in a lab, hopefully in space. Which brings me to the headline of this piece. More than one million American adults now identify as non-binary, as in not male or female, according to a new study by the Williams Institute. Okay, that's what passes as news now. Protesters had gathered outside the opening ceremony of the Summer Olympics. The International Olympic Committee has pushed forward with holding the Games during the pandemic despite widespread opposition in Japan. Polls show at least 70% of the population wanted the Games canceled or postponed as COVID cases surge. At least 110 people linked to the Games have tested positive for COVID so far. The opening ceremony is being held in Tokyo's National Stadium, but the 80,000-seat arena built for this purpose is largely empty. Fewer than 1,000 VIP guests have been invited to attend. Spectators have also been barred from sporting events throughout the Games. The 2020 Olympic Games were originally scheduled to take place a year ago, but were postponed due to the pandemic. Okay. Japan, where protesters had gathered outside. Sorry about that. I guess that's a, almost like a habit. health organizations warning the Delta variant has spread to 125 countries and accounts for more than 75 per case, 75% of cases in places like Britain, China, Israel, and the U.S. And the Financial Times is reporting a new study suggests Delta has a unique strategy to evade antibodies. Adrian Hill at the University of Oxford Jenner Institute is with me. I read the FT article and sort of got the gist of the idea that it's sort of like other infections which sort of the bursting of the cells i didn't quite follow it all i don't think i need to understand it that the wares and the white force i need you to tell me whether this is a more serious deterioration and threat to our existing vaccinated state there are two things we worry about with a new strain is it more virulent will it be more likely to kill you okay um uh, Delta is uh, super bad stuff. Police in Hong Kong arrested another top staffer at the now-closed pro-democracy tabloid Apple Daily on Wednesday. Local media say its former executive editor-in-chief Lam Mung Chung was taken in by the city's national security police. Lam makes eight arrests tied to the newspaper, including founder Jimmy Lai. In a statement, police said that they arrested a 51-year-old former newspaper editor on suspicion of, quote, conspiring to collude with foreign countries or foreign forces to endanger national security. Ice cream just got political. Ben & Jerry's says it will stop selling its products in the occupied Palestinian territories. The firm says operating there is inconsistent with its values. And that hasn't gone down well with some in Israel. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said the decision was morally wrong. 
His party favours building Jewish settlements in the West Bank, though most countries view the practice as illegal. The decision by Ben and Jerry's, which is known for taking a strong stance on ethical issues, also means a headache for parent firm Unilever. Bennett called the move a glaring anti-Israel measure and said the UK giant should expect severe consequences. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid used even stronger language. The move is a disgraceful capitulation to anti-Semitism, he says. Lapid added he would urge US states that have opposed corporate divestments in Israel to take action against the firm. So, uh, the founders, Ben and Jerry, are Jewish guys. I don't know how they can be um, anti-Semites. The fast-spreading Delta variant now accounts for more than 80% of new COVID-19 cases. This is according to top U.S. infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who spoke on Capitol Hill Tuesday during a Senate hearing. COVID cases are sharply higher across the country, and deaths are rising too, up nearly 48% from the previous week. But Fauci said so far, vaccines are holding up against the threat. The fact is that, however, and the importance of vaccination, is that our vaccines that we're using in this country are very effective against this variant, particularly, I point out, to the situation regarding advanced disease, leading to hospitalizations and deaths. Where it's I know that this uh, uh, woman who got interviewed in, uh, in a hospital said she was scared of being vaccinated. In a test to, quote, own the limbs, my next guest argues Tennessee Republicans are doing their damnedest to keep minors from getting COVID vaccines. In recent days, they've stopped vaccine outreach events at Tennessee schools for COVID and other things like polio and hepatitis, which the CDC, as you can imagine, finds concerning. I found that find this incredibly disturbing. So not only does is it disturbing for COVID, but it's disturbing for all vaccine preventable illness, which we really can't afford and don't want to see surging. Um, just as we're trying to tackle this COVID pandemic, so so other vaccine preventable diseases, HPV, measles, mumps, rubella, we um, these are all vaccine preventable, and we need all of our children to get vaccinated for all of these things. Remember, the Delta variant continues to infect more and more Americans, and those unvaccinated account for nearly all COVID hospitalizations and deaths. So it is baffling to hear claims from Tennessee's top immunization official, who says she was fired for promoting COVID vaccines to teenagers, claiming she received a dog muzzle at work only days before her ouster. My reaction was, uh, you got to be kidding me. Um, this is a vaccine-preventable disease. I think it's it's all politics. Um, you know, we have a, a, a supermajority in the legislature. Um, we have a governor who needs to run for re-election next year. We have a commissioner who has stated in the Tennessean that she plans to run for governor or senator or um, get a White House cabinet position. Um, it's hard to imagine that um, my firing wasn't, at least in part, um, an attempt to placate those legislators and, and keep them on their side. Wow. These antics begging a question. What does it say about the Republican Party and those who continue to elect lawmakers who are willing to put kids' lives at risk for the sake of a political win? Joining me, Daily Beast columnist Wajad Ali. Yeah. Sounds pretty bad. Um, 
next week they're going to start a committee in, in Congress and they're going to get into um, the uh, um, the uh, uh, January 6th 2021 insurrection. Um, they've been slowly arresting people, and um, let's see what did. Um, oh, big news is that the 45th president of the United States this year has made 75 million dollars through his PAC. And this is money he can use any which way he wants. And um, the money hasn't gone for these bogus audits that they're running. And, you know, it just um, um, makes me sick. Um, You know, these uh, old people that got five bucks and they got their TV on to... um, um, Fox News 24-7. Oh, um, they're having fights in Sydney over freedom. Okay, so freedom to infect. Freedom to be infected. Um, okay, well, wait until you get COVID and you can see how, how much freedom you got with that uh, tube in your throat. Um, so let me see. Just a moment here, and let me check Google News. What else have I heard? Um, you know, I listen to the news, and hardly any of it sticks in. Sticks in my head. You know, it's always just the same stuff every day. Fires are still burning out west. Um, oh, since that building collapsed in Florida, they're inspecting now okay <laughs> okay uh, it's not funny uh, it's only uh, sad funny um, and um, let's see there's uh, a new dumb trend among the anti-vaxxers so uh, the 45th president of the United States before he became the 45th president of the United States was uh, said at one of the debates about, uh, oh, yeah, the, you know, vaccines. Duh, duh, duh. Just some l- l- absolutely lousy BS, an out-and-out lie. And this has caught on, and this has been around for a while. Um, you know, I don't really like the idea of polio out there coming back or um, measles coming back. You know, I've been vaccinated. I don't, I don't um, you know, people are stealing water in California now, devastating some communities. Oh, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey calls out unvaccinated residents for choosing a horrible lifestyle. Okay. Um, Let's see. Let them all die and God can sort them out. Okay. Um, So, 
Uh, let me check uh, Reuters, see if there's anything there. I think I looked at the AP News earlier. Oh, I'm unable to load Reuters at the moment. Must be some hot news there. Or maybe that happens on Sunday, I'm not sure. I'll make a note in my diary. Um, the uh, University of Texas, or TU as uh, my alma mater likes to call them, and OU, the University, I mean Oklahoma University, are going to join the SEC, which is considered the number one um, football college football conference in the nation. Um, let's see. LeVar Burton, Jeopardy host, began scary. Oh, Jeopardy began scary and in fun. Um, James Brown's estate got settled after 15 years. Um, in Australia, crafty cockatoos have mastered dumpster diving and teach each other. And I just saw something about uh, crows being able, being able to understand the concept of zero. So there's a couple of gags today in the Korar podcast. I'll try to find them as much as possible. Um, as always, number one thing is to entertain. Number two is to instruct. <laughs>